Well, the next day we do have to go around and then they had to win. And then Ajax not advancing and then the whole PSG scandal with racism. Did you have any doubt for the Ronaldo penalties? No. No? No. You knew that you like. I knew sure. he was gonna score. There yeah. were PKs though. Yeah. Like you don't even have doubt that mm -hmm. they shouldn't have been marked. Or... Oh, the PKs. Yeah. The first one, I didn't think it was a PK. Really? Yeah. I I think a lot of people thought that. Except Tiro. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, he flopped. Hey, but fuck it. Yeah, I got him. It's soccer one. sometimes, dude. And then that's, that's the Neymar tactic. He just he sprinkled <laughs> it in there. I I heard in the commentators too. They were saying. Um, uh, they only marked it because it was Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah. There's another play in that game, though, where they, I think they had scored, but they had been, there could have been a PK before the offsides. There was, it was a weird play where, like, somebody was offsides on Juve, mm -hmm. but they had fouled someone in the box right mm -hmm. before that offsides. Yeah. So it was either they don't count the goal because of the offsides or mm -hmm. they give them the PK. Yeah. And the ref just said, just neither. neither. <laughs> just keep fucking playing, bro. Because it was already gonna, it was going to make it 4-0. Yeah. And that shit makes me think, like, bro, like, that came from VAR. Mm -hmm. And VAR shouldn't be fucking making decisions based off of emotion. It should be based off of logic. Yeah. So logically, it should have been 4-0 with a PK. Yeah. Or the opportunity to kick the PK because we don't know if he would have scored it. Yeah, definitely. But it's weird. That's why, like, I'm still, like, the way VAR works, it's like they bring in, um, like, yeah, VAR's looking at everything, right? So if they, they're looking at a, at a possible, um, at a possible PK, but then they look, like, two more plays back. And, like, you know what? No way. He was offside first. Yeah. So we're going to call the offside because he was offside first. So how first. can you backtrack? To an offsides, but you're not gonna backtrack to an obvious fucking penalty. Exactly, that that's, doesn't make sense. That's, that's where that's where it made me feel like someone from VAR felt bad for Barca. <laughs> <laughs> they just told the ref like, "I just fuck it, just fuck it." They're just losing two zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, McKenney's goal was fucking sick. It was. That was like Media Tijera, wasn't it? Yeah, that was pretty nice. Did you notice that um, Ronaldo Halo La Marca? Hello, two guys of yeah. Barca. Yeah. So he ran towards he the front first post, and then they just gave it right to him. Yeah, he was completely. He was alone. He had all the freedom. He could have smacked it with whatever you want to say, but he he was wide open. It was amazing. Yeah. It was a it was a great play, and I mean, fuck, dude, Ronaldo scoring two goals, McKenny one, and McKenny that's his first goal in the Champions League with Juve, and I think with Juve in general, I think that was his first goal too. Yeah. So it was a it was a great game. I I told I said it too. I was like the reason why they lost the first game was because the, they didn't have the Ronaldo effect, quote unquote. And he showed up in this game, and look what happened. Yeah, it changes everything. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't uh, like he'll take advantage of the mistakes that Barca made. You can't make mistakes exactly with him around. You can't. <laughs> You know he can't afford it. He even he even backtracked and defended a little bit against he did. Messi. Against Messi, that was I was like, oh That's shit, pretty dirty man. <laughs> Messi had just got done megging. Um, I forgot who it was. He megged one of the 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 Juve defenders, and then Ronaldo just came in and scooped it. He didn't even nope. let Messi finish the play. Yeah, just he, he won't. Well, we have uh, Chelsea expert Hector. 
what is your opinion on these Americans coming over to the Barclays and European leagues? I think it's amazing. You like it? I like it. I you love think it. you think people from you think the U.S. will be stronger because these U.S. players are coming out and playing in Europe finally? Yeah, definitely. What's called uh, so. the second most player sell jerseys is Pulisic. Really? Yeah. Like in the world? Yeah, in the world. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Damn, that's big. That's yeah. actually pretty huge. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Shit. I just saw that stat somewhere on Twitter. Man, I love Twitter. That's where you get the news, man. Seriously. <laughs> That's why I see everything. Yeah, Pulisic, and then after seeing how McKenny did. McKenny. I just feel like the next time Mexico lines up with the U.S., even in a friendly, pretty nervous. Oh, definitely. Like, I feel like the U.S. is just going to clap back, yeah. and Mexico's not going to see it coming, dude. I think we talked about it, too, on the first, very first podcast, where we said how... Um, how it's always an easy win. How it's always an easy win, <laughs> but now with the players that U.S. is sending out to mm-hmm. Europe... And they're pretty big names, like at the at this point right now, those two names, McKenny and Pulisic, and with right. other players that are out there as well, man. I think U.S. is gonna. I mean, Dest is coming up. That's Dest, yeah. right there. McKenny, that's midfield. Pulisic, that's attack. Yeah. Uh, what's the other guy? Reyna. Reyna from Dortmund now. Yeah. Also attacking. Mm-hmm. Although he could have done a little more recently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that fucking five-one loss was crazy, man. That was discussion. They, that I cost the coach's position. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Not not that the coach got sacked, but that these teams get so much heat when they have one bad game. Because that was a really bad game, you yeah. know? Like, I get that they lost a few before this game, you know, mm-hmm. rolling up to it. But, you know, Barca loses 5-0. Real Madrid has lost 6-0. The bigger teams lose. Yeah. I think it's a normal thing to see. It's just when it happens, everybody's like, oh, shit. It's pretty surprising, I mean, especially that 8-2. What's well, one of those Barca. things where, where you you have fun with it because you're, you're watching a giant fall, man. Yeah. You don't see it often. Everyone's just, like, stunned. Yeah. But I don't think they can afford to lose. They've already lost four matches in the season. Yeah. And that's a lot of matches for just beginning right now. Yeah. So they can't afford to lose. They needed a second, like, after, like, the third loss. Yeah. Well, who's up? Who's up in first in that in the Bundes? In the Bundes. Uh, Bayern. Bayern. Yeah. yeah. And then it's Leipzig. Leipzig. Leipzig has oh. been playing really well these past calm few seasons, both in the Bundes and Champions. Champions, yeah. man. That's. Yeah. I'm at a loss, man. That is not Man U. That is not the Man U that I used to know. No. I'm enjoying that downfall. <laughs> It's I a mean, bit of a it's a bit of a like a Chelsea bias in here. <laughs> yeah, I like Chelsea too. And he's a, what, what do you like in the Barclays? I'm not a really big fan of like you, a team specifically. Oh really? Barclays. Yeah, you just but, watch it. But for sure, I was I was a Chelsea fan. Okay. Um, when I was first watching soccer, so pretty biased in here, but still realistic. I yeah. Mean, come on, dude. Like yeah. But it's crazy. It's if like we were talking about in the last podcast, the whole Ronaldo effect with Real Madrid. Ronaldo leaves Manchester and they go to shits. That's pretty true. They haven't really been the same ever since. I'm pretty sure that was that that was like what? How many times did they go into the Champions League after that? Was well I think their downfall started when like uh their manager left. Ferguson? Yeah. Yeah. That's when they started really falling yeah. out. Yeah. Like that was a nail in the coffin. Yeah. And then I feel like they had a True. pretty good season when Chicharito went there too. Oh, and, that, yeah. and Ferguson was still there because well, he's the one that acquired oh, him. Yeah, yeah. Was that the goal where he debuted 
and he kicked the ball and it hit him in the face and it went in. That was the that was, that was the most awkward new, right? goal. Yeah, that was man new. <laughs> I was expecting him to at least do that in Galaxy, <laughs> and he couldn't even pull out one of those. Man. I don't <laughs> know if you've ever heard the, when they people say. He's uh, in Spanish at least. No es delantero sin suerte, no es delantero bueno. Kind of. He defined that yeah. because how do you manage to try to kick the ball in, but you it hits you straight in the face, and you push it in with your face. <laughs> there's it's funny because if you watch that replay, you know how they do the slow mos. Yeah. There's a part where you can see him pause for like a good like three four seconds. Yeah. Like kind of thinking like what the fuck just happened. <laughs> And then he sees the ball in the net. He's like, "Oh shit!" That was, that goal was fucking amazing. That's that's ultra lucky, man. I don't I don't know oh, about yeah. you guys, but I've been watching you know champions, and I've been watching more on like the La Liga and Serie A side of things. Uh-huh. There have been so many crossbars lately, mm. like a lot. And I don't know. It's because players maybe are just trying their luck more often. That yeah. you know they're getting the ball you know on target more right but i've just seen fucking crossbar after crossbar even during games though there's yeah. like four or five of them and i'm like bro like there could have <laughs> easily been like six goals in this match and yeah just fucking crossbar there was like, like two or three of them yesterday on the chelsea game see what i mean yeah That's goalie's best friend right there he probably put magnets on the ball <laughs> <laughs> that's nfl shit that's american people stuff man they're gonna go deflate all the balls. <laughs> but yeah, man, you did not did not qualify for the um, the round of sixteen. Are they Champions Europa League. now, or, or are they just out? I think yeah, they went down to Europa. Yeah, they went yeah, right. to Europa. They got a pretty good chance of winning it. <clears throat> yeah, it's a pretty easy cup to win. What's our? But I think Milan's in Europa. Yeah, are they? Mm-hmm. And Milan's pretty hot right now. Uh, Although they're conservative, like they conserve Zlatan, I don't think they play him in those matches much. Uh, well, right now he's injured enough; he's back. But I mean, he is going to be there for the games of for the Europa League. I I heard it was minor. Oh, it was minor Zlatan injury. Yeah, he should be back soon. Yeah. Um, what sucks is that um, Barca's not used to going into as number two in their bracket in the Champions League. And yeah. This season, uh, they're in. They either face Bayern. Chelsea, Chelsea, Man City, um, and who's the other first one? Because it can't be any other Sp- um, Spaniard teams. Um, it has to be another first place team. I'm not sh- entirely sure. It can be Bayern, uh, not Real, Manchester City, Liverpool, Chelsea, uh, Borussia Dortmund. Uh, Paris, PSG, yeah, all those are pretty scary names for Barca. If you ask me, after the way that Barca's coming in, yeah, I don't think uh, Barca's gonna survive. If if Bar, I'm sorry, man, but if Barca wasn't in the group that it's in now in the Champions League, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have made it out. If they, so. they would have gotten the group of death, they would have been mm-hmm. fucked, man, big time. Which one was the group of death? Um, man, the Inter one, no. The Inter Milan yes. one, yeah. Yes. Yeah, because, dude, they had it pretty easy. Like, their their biggest thing in that group was Juve. Juve. But it, it's just them. Yeah. The other two teams no, were Oh, like, no, the yeah. Inter one was Real and Borussia Mönchengladbach. That one was a surprising that, that was a That was a pretty The hard. group of death, I think, is the Bayern one. Because Bayern. 
Yeah. Yeah. But I think even the Inter one, like, like, well, what's her name? My, I can never. It's Borussia Mönchengladbach. Mönchengladbach. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. You got a little with emphasis. A little German in there. But they, dude, Ramager was struggling to get out of that one. Hell yeah. I don't. They kind of bounced back a little. Real Madrid had like a little bit of a bounce back. I watched yeah. the, the recent game and it was, it was a pretty good performance. I was happy. Yeah. I didn't have any complaints. They played well. Defensively, they looked uniform. Like yeah. you know, they were okay. And I just hadn't seen that in a while. I wasn't used to seeing it. I was like, why are they playing so good? <laughs> and it, what's crazy is that, I mean, it's like I was telling you the last time. It's you look at these brackets and when they first come out, these group stages, right? And you're like. Okay, these two are gonna advance. These two are gonna advance. These two are gonna advance, and these two are gonna advance. And for that bracket, the Real Madrid, we everyone said Inter and and Real, they're gonna advance for sure. And look at that, Inter was in last is in last place in the group. Not even Europa League. Not even Europa League. Wow. And Real Madrid well, that's right. barely went um, in as first place. Shakhtar made it to Europa, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Shakhtar. The yeah. Inter squad is though is stacked. Exactly. And I don't understand why they're not in it. Exactly. I do feel that there are certain teams that hold back mm-hmm. in leagues sometimes to do well where they're already doing well. I don't know if it's the case for Inter, yeah. um, but some teams do do that. Yeah. I just think that that, I mean, the bracket was pretty uh, defined at the beginning of who was going to advance, but I feel like the way that Rao was playing and the way that Inter was playing and the way that Borussia was playing at Shakhtar. So Borussia and Shakhtar were playing... Well, Borussia was playing really well, for surprisingly. Shakhtar was playing, you know, like, or whatever. Mediocre, yeah. And then you had Rao, who was just playing ho- a good game, horrible match. Good game, horrible match. And you had Inter that was just floating, either good, sometimes bad as well. Yeah. I think that's what made the bracket a little bit harder to to define once you started seeing these games just because I mean nobody was nobody expected Real Madrid to lose to Borussia right and they did yeah I expected a little more from Ajax but yeah you know it, Ajax it happened for them oh, they didn't yeah. even advance yeah. I think this is the second time in, in a row yeah. not advancing uh, from group stages they moved down to Europa too now mm-hmm. they didn't but advance last year I don't think so they didn't make it past the group stages wow yeah do you guys feel like like for example, like Tottenham, mm-hmm. you know they they were in Europa to begin with. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there's an advantage for them in their home league because they're not in the Champions League? Do you think some teams like feel the pressure of like, oh shit, we're doing Champions League and we're doing okay in this league, and they don't really know how to split their players and you know save them from injury or I don't know. I feel yeah. like a lot of shit comes up when you're playing two really competitive leagues at the same time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They, Especially now with like the whole uh, COVID thing. Yeah. yeah. And I think they're in first right now. Tottenham might be in first. Yeah, they're right? in first. They're leading by like four points. Makes mm-hmm. me feel like there's somewhat of an advantage because yeah. they weren't yeah. in champions. And then I think it depends on the players too. If you have players that have more um, like not history but they have more experience with playing both leagues at a very you know, very high rate as like, we have to advance, we have to advance, and we have to keep um, stacking the points in our league, then it might be a little bit more easier for them because they're more experienced with that. But you have Chelsea who acquired a lot of young players that are new to this, which might make it a little bit difficult for them, but I don't I don't see them struggling much in the Barclays yeah. by the way that they're playing. 
Chelsea has some good players, man. Yeah. Uh, Giroud. I thought it was Giroud or Giroud. <laughs> and then I actually watched it with, like, the Barclays yeah. commentators, the English one. And he's like, Giroud. And yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, it's Giroud. Yeah, I've been saying it he's wrong. He's French, so it's Olivier Giroud. Yeah, Olivier. Yeah, Olivier Giroud. Giroud. Um, yeah, he's good. Thiago Silva, bro, you, you can't change. You can't, like, get that experience from anyone else. He's mm-hmm. so experienced. I, I literally saw him. I think Mendy passed him the ball. He looks up, and he just he just sees it, bro. Yeah. And he just literally from far back kicks it to the front and makes, like, the most dangerous play in, like, the first three minutes of, like, the last match. The experience, and man. Not, not today. It's not the, not the loss with Everton. I think yeah. it was the win against Leeds. Mm. But, dude, that experience is so much fucking gold, and I think a lot of teams don't know that. Because there's yeah. teams that have nothing but young players. Yeah. And... Sometimes they lose, and the coach looks like that fucking picture of Pikachu where he looks all surprised. It's yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> but it's like, bro, there's no experience on your team. Yeah. I think there's a good balance in Chelsea. They I have like uh, Silva, and they have Jorginho. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Two, that's good experience right there. They're, yeah. Those two make uh, really good captains. And I think, yeah. I think just by looking, like, if we pick apart Chelsea's tactics and we pick apart how they play, if you realize the mid and the forwards are so fucking fast, bro... When you watch their plays, every time you see one of the goals yeah. and you and you trace back to how the play started, dude, they separate the mid and the defense from the other like from the other team right. by fucking miles, bro. Yeah. Like they catch them on their heels quick. They're fast. It's crazy. They have a lot of speed. Uh, I haven't seen soccer like that in a while. Yeah. Where Especially they just, where the they just plays. where they just pull apart a team, bro, yeah. to get in there. Wish they could have done that yesterday. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Goddamn, Ancelotti parked the bus on us. Yeah, man, that. You can't but can do you blame about that? I mean, that game too, the Everton loss. Uh, we didn't have any wingers, like natural wingers. We had uh, Timo Werner on the left. Yeah. And Havertz on the right. Havertz, I don't. I really don't like him on the wings. Yeah. He's way better as a ten. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He can't do nothing on the wings. We should have just played uh, a three four. Two? Yeah. Something like that. Two strikers up front and then, like, just midfield all the way down. Yeah. Did, did, um, I'm wondering if, uh, what's his name played? Um, Conte? Conte, yeah. He, he played? He played. Okay. He could, uh, the system that I'm talking about could have worked way better for him as well. Yeah. Well, it sometimes it comes down to that, too, is not yeah. playing your players in their comfortable position. Yeah. How's that? Um, it's huge. How's Kovacic doing at Chelsea? Oh, Kovacic is amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah, bro. he's I, I'm, I think he's one of the uh, better midfielders in yeah. the Premier League. I honestly, I was, I was, I personally, I really liked him when he was at Real. Yeah. At Real, I, I even in FIFA, yeah. in FIFA, <laughs> he'd go in, he'd yeah. go in it for sure. And then when I saw that they um, loaned him out to Chelsea at the beginning, and I was like. Shit, like you guys are loaning out a, a top player. Yeah. They're not selling. Either. And then they they sold him. I think they <laughs> yeah. sold him to Chelsea. I was for like, pretty cheap too. Yeah. And this player was doing they good on on. Route. They didn't know what they had, man. They didn't. They didn't know what they had. They well, they had to pick between the two Croatians. Am I gonna keep keep Luka Modric or am I gonna keep Kovacic? They should have just kept both. Exactly. Yeah. They had some money. Luka's on their way out, and Kovacic is coming up. <laughs> Switch yeah. Croatians he out. He could have. He could have. Cruz. Cruz is on his way out too. Yeah. He's old, right? Yeah, there are two midfielders are on the way out. Yeah, but they, they should have kept Kovacic. But. Kovacic, I really liked, um, really liked him as a midfielder, and I mean, 
that's what he's saying. He's, he's doing amazing on, on yeah. Chelsea. He makes those dribbles down yeah. the midfield. It's it's really good. Helps a lot. Yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff moving around the Premier League. Um, I'm really happy that uh, Raul Jimenez finally, you know, got released the other day. Oh, yeah, he was. So it sounds like he's cool and he's probably going to recover. Yeah. Um, but like we said the other time, you know, some players don't stay the same after getting after stuff like injury, that. Like yeah, that yeah. Head injuries are hard, dude. Very hard. Well, I am curious if he's going to wear the helmet or not. Cause mm, well, he, he went to the training grounds, but just to visit. Yeah. But he wasn't wearing it. It looked okay. Maybe yeah, it was a fracture, like a, a... A slight fracture. Fracture, like yeah. not a crack. Yeah. I heard it was just a fractured skull. Yeah. Because yeah, sometimes they could say fracture and it could be like a little hairline fracture yeah. and it wasn't anything crazy where he's like bleeding out yeah. and stuff. I just really, really think they should um, uh, check every player like really, really well after head clashes like that because David Lewis went back in. Yeah. And usually... They don't allow you to go back in because of how hard it was, especially that one. I mean, yeah. you had Raul Jimenez was knocked out until he got to the hospital. That's yeah, just wearing dude. a helmet all the time. That's, that's yeah, true. That's, that's true. His head is a helmet, dude. <laughs> that's that's just got a hard head, bro. That's not his first clash. No, I feel like he has clashed like every other game. Yeah. Yeah. He has a big ass head. He was like why. that at Chelsea. He's such a good player, though. He is. I, uh, I, I like how aggressive he is, man. Say, say what you will. Yeah. Like, he might be clumsy. But he's very aggressive. Yeah. I've always respected that shit. I like him, but he has his off days as well. When yeah. he has his off days, they're really bad off days. Yeah. Yeah, he's not. He, he kind of, his off days remind me of, um, fuck, uh, on Barca. <laughs> I'm forgetting his name. You hate Piquet? him. Yeah, Piquet. Yeah. His off days are like Piquet's, bro. Yeah. He's not a defender. When Piquet has an off like, day, why are you even playing him? He's not he has a terrible day, about, basically. You're, you're for sure losing. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you have them as your last man, as your that's experienced rough. players, yeah. which um, that's what Arsenal has them right now, as their experienced last man. Yeah. And if you have mistakes like that, just like Piquet with Barca, you have Piquet who's their experienced last man. But if you fuck up, it's gonna it's gonna cost you the game. It, and, not, and it's not even it's when is he gonna mm-hmm. fuck up and how bad. Yeah, it's, exactly. That's what it comes down to. Exactly. But no, nah, dude, David Luis gives me like the Puyol vibe. Like, mm. when it comes to aggression, yeah. that motherfucker's not scared to get in there, dude. He's not. I've seen him go for some really dicey tackles, and most of the time he gets out pretty yeah. good, but there's other times where oh, he's, yeah. he's injured yeah. people, bro. <laughs> I mean, you got to be mad if you just injured him out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, I, I, I think it's that Brazilian mindset. They just go in for it all. Yeah, yeah. it's all about the game, man. Yeah. I mean, you got Diego Silva, who's an amazing last man, and then um, back in the day, you had Lucio. Who was also a very very amazing uh, last man on Brazil? Yeah. So I feel like it's just it's just a Brazilian player type of yeah. thing, man. Their mindset. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cue in some drums. All right. And you're gonna announce the winner of the MLS, okay? Columbus Crew. Dang. We did not expect that. I said Seattle. You said Columbus, though. I think. I did. I. You think. said Columbus. No, no, no. Oh wait! I said it would have been Columbus, Minnesota at, at the final. Yeah. That that it would have been something weird. Yeah. But it was close. Yeah. Um, dude, Columbus, this is a team. I don't know if you knew. Like a year or two ago, they weren't even gonna exist. True. They were gonna completely just scrap the team. There's no money for mm-hmm. the squad. Like, they're out. Like, nobody wanted to buy them. I think the Cleveland Browns ended up buying them or something like that. Where's uh? Wh- where are they from? 
Columbus, Ohio. Oh, Columbus, Ohio. So, and Zardes plays on that team. Oh. Okay. He remembers Zardes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, they didn't even, they weren't even going to exist. I don't know. fucking champs. That's crazy. That's Isn't like that the weird? biggest turnaround. It felt like literally it was a couple of days ago that I saw the, the hashtag save the crew because it's the Columbus crew. Oh, okay. And it was like a hashtag to raise awareness yeah. for them to raise money or something. And um, yeah, the, the Browns stepped in, the NFL, the yeah. owner. I think it was the owner of the Browns yeah. that owns them now. Mm, that makes sense because um, their star player that they got from Theaters really showed up in the final yeah. yesterday. And fucking look dude how they won 3-0 3-0 I watched the game and at the beginning it was back to back it was back and forth back and forth back and forth but then Columbus started getting more possession of the ball and it was just downhill from there they scored a cheeky one man yeah. you saw that goal I saw it shit was it outside the box I don't remember no no right it was like barely inside oh, it was man, barely it inside it was so good yeah did you did you get to see it what the the I think it was the second goal that Columbus scored. Did you see any of the replays or no? no I haven't I'll show it to you. Right bro, now. the play was was great too. Oh man, it the was play just, was great. It was just it was a breath of fresh air, dude. Yeah. I mean, like Seattle kind of rivals with LAFC, and I don't have a problem with them, mm-hmm. you know. But you get tired of seeing the same team in there year after year. Yeah. You know? It's all it's been the Timbers, Seattle, the Timbers, Seattle, yeah. and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted something different. I yeah. didn't even want Seattle to be in the final, to be honest with you. And yet there they fucking yeah. were, sneaking in. I think it was this one. Yeah, I, I don't want them either. But I think if you don't have Portland, you at least got to have maybe Seattle in there. Oh. For right now. <laughs> yeah. For right now. But um, Was it that one? That was pretty sick. Pretty good, right? Yeah. yeah. It was the ground one, right? Where um, it just curves in. That was amazing. Oh, no, it wasn't even that one. That one was There's was a better good. one. <laughs> that one was Derek. That one was a pretty good one too. Damn. Yeah, I think. Oh, I found it. Yeah, I think Seattle is just gonna be that team, dude. Yeah. They're they're just that that they lay low throughout the season. Yeah. And they kind of hang out in the middle, and then you get closer to the end, you see them creeping up. Creeping up. And damn, they're in the <laughs> fucking final. Like, that's just who they are. Yeah. That's who they've been, and that's I think that's who they always will be. Yeah. I think Tigres didn't take advantage of that player that they had, um, Salarayan. Yeah. He he's our, he's Argentinian. Uh, he was on Tigres, but he played on the bench a lot. Duca didn't really um, really think he had it in him in yeah. Tigres. And every time I played him, I I was always when they played against America, I would always be afraid of that guy of Salarayan. Uh, he's a righty, but man, like he's good, his shots man. from outside yeah. were amazing. And then Columbus got him, and he was making Seattle look like he kind of reminds me of uh, Will Trap. That mm. guy, that guy has scored some, and I'm pretty sure he's a defender. Yeah, but he's scored some goals from outside the box. Yeah, that they're they're screamers. Dude. Yeah, and it's just some of these players are just gifted with that accuracy. Yeah. And, and a boot, man. They yeah. Can fucking, they can, they yeah. can get that ball up there and fast. It's crazy. But, I mean, Columbus deserved that win, that cup. Big time. In that game. They yeah. they overpowered Seattle by, like, minute, I want to say maybe minute 30 first half. They had possession by then. Don't you, don't you feel like, because you, you brought up Tigres twice already when it comes to the MLS. Yeah. Don't you feel like before Guau, before Guatemala came over to the MLS to mm-hmm. Chicago, there was really no like 
relationship between MLS players and Liga Mackey's players, then he comes over and you start seeing these players rolling in. I feel like he kind of pioneered it. I think because of the growth that MLS has had, they yeah. they weren't really that big back in the day. I mean, they were taking PKs really odd. Remember that? Back in the day? <laughs> oh, I've seen them before. Yeah, it was like... they run up to the goal, yeah, right, with the ball? Exactly. And I'm pretty sure everybody probably looked at those PKs like... Fucking Americans. Joke-ass <laughs> league. Yeah. Like, fucking gladiator style. Exactly. And they weren't even having games at, like, an actual stadium. They were at, like, their universities. Yeah. But, I mean, those PKs, like, bro, what <laughs> the fuck is that? And then their, I remember their those. uniforms are Their crazy. uniforms are pretty look. They were, like, they were crazy university-looking looking type of, like, trying to get into actual protein. They looked like soda cups. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like the bus, they looked like bus seats. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But I don't think the Mexican league started looking really into, like, sending their players out to the MLS until Chivas USA came into the picture. That's true, too. Once Chivas USA came into the picture, they had um, a bunch of uh, used-to-be Chivas players on there. Like, Reynoso, he was there. And then um, you had Campos that went to Galaxy, um, the goalie. And then Luis Hernandez was on Galaxy, too. That's true. Um, once those big names started going to the MLS, they everybody was just like, in. "Oh shit, yeah!" And look at us now. We have um, we have uh, Pulido, Julian Dam. You absolutely hate. We have Julian Dam. We have the uh, the other one. He was um, on Chivas for a little bit, then Monterrey, then he came out to Inter. Um, what's his name? Ooh, oh, ooh, um, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, he's good too. Damn it, I can't think of his name. name. I can't think of his name, but I don't. I don't know who you're talking about. He dyed his hair. Yeah. God damn it. But wouldn't you think they would come to the MLS for the money, too? Yeah. Yeah. there's a whole Big lot time. more money on the MLS. Yeah. And, and there's a bigger market for Mexican mm-hmm. players now, yeah. too. Yeah. But, hey, we're all Colton High graduates. Did you guys know there's a guy that graduated, I think he graduated 2009 or eight from Colton High, and he played on Chivas USA? Oh, really? His name was Anthony Hamilton. He was a midfielder. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, I was a freshman in 2009. Yeah, so he graduated and went to the MLS. Yeah. I don't know where he's at now. Yeah. He was on Chivas USA for a while. There was a guy that I went to high school, Colton. He was supposed to go to the Mexican League, too, but I think he just lagged. On was it. his name Juan? Yeah. I, I remember him. He was good, dude. I, I don't know. Oh, I he, think I know. I yeah. Think Juan Luna? Yeah. Yeah. He, he was, was good. He was really good, man. Really I'm going to try and find him on social media and tag him in this. He actually, show. um, I think he went to go try out for Newcastle. What? Oh, did he? Yeah, I think I saw um yeah. when he was still in high school. Um, I think the year that he graduated, or a year or the semester before, he went to try out for Newcastle, for Newcastle Man. United. Yeah, that would have been a real Santiago Munez. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> definitely, oh, yeah. Yeah. definitely. Hey, Almiron kind of looks like yeah. he's trying to pull off <laughs> yeah. the, the Munez look. You saw the, like the, the buzz cut and everything. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. But yeah, I remember he was like sponsored by Puma. Mm-hmm. He always, you know, when he was playing varsity, he always had like fresh cleats. Yeah. He he walked with his, you know, like his chest high, confident. I thought he was going to do it. But yeah. Like, he was a freshman my senior year. Man, that's... I had a class sad, with him, and I, I really thought team. he was going to... But what's crazy is that he didn't try out for the team um, his freshman year. So when I, was in, when I was a senior... They just wanted him? He was, no, he wasn't there. Oh, he wasn't, man. he didn't even try out. Him and that other goalie, they were really close friends. I yeah. forgot his name. Um, but they didn't try out until the following year. Yeah. Um, and Luna, Luna was a really good player. He's good, man. He he probably still is, but I I just like hearing that there were homegrown yeah. players mm-hmm. from where we're from because you don't hear our city much yeah. out there, you know. 
really anywhere in the Inland Empire. And to hear that people are going, we always hear people going to the NFL. Yeah. Like it's become a norm for us. Yeah. And for someone to say, you know, somebody made it in the soccer world. Yeah. I think it's a lot harder to get in there. Yeah. Um, Sports wise, hard, yeah. bro. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. I agree. It, it just brings hope. You know. Yeah. I would Definitely. like to see. I would like to see and hear more of it. Cause, dude, if anyone from here. I don't care if you're from Fontana, Colton, yeah. Redlands, bro. If I hear that you made it, I'm probably going to watch you. Yeah. I'm oh, just yeah. a fan of soccer, and if I hear you're homegrown, dude, I'm an even bigger fan of that. That's yeah. fucking dope. Heck yeah. How do you feel about that 25-player list that MLS made? I didn't, I didn't like it. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you got some heat on Twitter, bro. Yeah. I didn't like it. But, I mean, they were trying to tell me that he... That they didn't deserve to be on there, but I mean, you have players that didn't even have a cup, and that was that was his his argument yeah. because everyone has had a cup. They did a a top twenty five players like mm-hmm. ever in the MLS, mm-hmm. and they didn't include Slatan, they didn't include Vela, they didn't include Guatemoc, yeah, which was a fucking trailblazer. Those are like bigger names than the actual MLS. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're bigger than honestly, they're bigger than the MLS and. They didn't include them, and that was his argument. That was yeah. that was his argument that it's like, how could you not include these players when they obviously showed up and changed a team entirely, mm-hmm. you know, or changed the league in a way. And if you're talking about cups, like you have fucking um, Jorge Campos who was on Galaxy, yeah, Luis Hernandez who was on Galaxy, they yeah. weren't even on. Those are amazing players Jorge back Campos in the day. Is a huge name too. They were amazing players in their in that time, and um, freaking. Um, Tim Fuegos on Galaxy. Yeah. He was there too. He was an amazing um I think he was Guatemalteco. Yeah. Amazing player. He wasn't on there either. I don't know who made the list, but he got heat on it from Twitter. Yeah, there yeah. was some guy just kinda, you know, harassing yeah. him. <laughs> but yeah. he didn't even say anything after I asked him about um like Steven I think it was Steven Rhodes. Oh yeah. So the guy tells him, he's like, Hey, well, it's not about the name, it's about how many cups they've won. And there was like three players on there that didn't that even didn't win a cup. a cup. And he was like, oh, so-and-so won a cup, and the dude didn't reply. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he was just, <laughs> just like, quiet. Yeah. Hey, Twitter's crazy. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> but, I mean, I honestly, I don't speak unless I have, you know, facts. Man. Yeah. yeah. I had everything right there. You fucked, yeah. with, you fucked with the guy that's doing a podcast on soccer exactly. specifically. Come exactly. On, <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like they should have added, I mean, where's Drogba? Dude, oh, Drogba was on. That's a huge one too. He yeah. wasn't on the list. He wasn't on I the list. I wonder if they did that because he dropped down to Phoenix. I mean, maybe he's still playing, isn't he? Like yeah, in the, like the third so. division yeah. or something. Where's Henry? Just love soccer, bro. Bro, Henri. That's right. He was on Red Bulls. He was on Red oh, Bulls. Oh yeah. Come on, bro. There's so many Lampard. names, bro. Lampard. Was that uh, New York? Yeah. But he didn't right. really. He didn't really play. I went to the game. Um, Pirlo was Pirlo. there. Pirlo. Uh, David Villa. David Villa, oh, New York. Yeah, Come on, dude. You're gonna tell me he didn't make a difference? Jeez, man. You and Steven Gerrard. It it really saddens me. Vela is the one that really saddens me because this dude showed up, was the highest scoring player, right? His second season ever, Seriously. and Seriously. wins the Supporters Cup. Seriously. Why isn't he on the fucking list? There's a cup right there too. <laughs> Show me another player that showed up their second season ever and did that. Beckham couldn't even do that shit. Yeah, like come it. on, bro. He did it. He could be on that list, easy. And if Bella wasn't there, Slatan would have been the top goal. Yeah, bro. easy. Yeah, 
He was because he was runner up. Yeah, he was, was behind him by like what two, three goals, I think. Two or three. And towards the end. Towards the end. I think the the second to last game, Slatan had tied him in goals or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the next two games, Vela just kept fucking like, scoring. scoring yeah. Slatan was tired, bro. He was just like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of names that I think should have been on there, and they weren't on there. But that's just my opinion. And MLS has their own, but hey, you make your own twenty-five <coughs> man list, man. I, I say, I say, let's build one. I would be down to build a we'll lot put of it on the Instagram. On <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trust me, a lot of names would not be on there. I think so too. I think ours would look a lot different. Yeah. Um, I feel like sometimes the people that make those lists, like they avoid big names because they don't want to seem like, oh, well, we're just putting them up there because it's a big name, and then they yeah. overthink it, and then they put the wrong players. Yeah. And then you have this fucking discussion. <laughs> and it's like, bro, it's just, you gotta respect. I think it's a big bias. Too. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. But yeah, MLS is, is coming up as as a whole league, and their games are they're becoming really interesting. Because I remember I would watch them, and I'd be like, I don't want to watch this because I didn't really like the gameplay. And now it's like... I think really if the MLS wants to succeed and be like a big uh, league, I think they should change the format. Yeah, I think Cause so too. It's very American. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is very difficult to, uh, to like understand because you know you have the drafts, you have a whole bunch of different tables. Really yeah, like you have drafts. playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's hard just, to catch. Like keep like watching, you know. Yeah, that's why. That's why I was because he was really into MLS before I really got into MLS, and I even had to ask him to explain to me how the whole bracket situation. The the like it's really one, confusing. Like yeah. I he I he had explained the whole thing to me because I I was like, what the hell? Like Columbus Crew's third place in their table and they won the league. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Because it's very, it's very like knockout style. It's very. Yeah. It, it's it's like you're if you look at the if you strip the team names right, mm-hmm. and you threw up some NFL logos, it looks the fucking same, bro. It's the same team. Yeah. There's an East and a West. Yeah. It's like you know. It's just, yeah, I think they need to change. It's it. not traditional. I mean, as far as the knockout stage and stuff, like I don't mind that. I just don't really like the two like the eastern conference western mm-hmm. conference like just make one big league and then do like the mexican league has one big league and they have top eight and then they go to playoffs yeah but you know what that's a little bit understandable because the uh the united states is so big yeah like all those teams can't like travel like at the other end of the united states to play another team and then yeah. in the same week go back and play another yeah. team so i i kind of understand that yeah but it, it's weird because sometimes they do yeah, that's yeah. what freaks me out is it's that weird. you guys have it split, but then Galaxy's playing New York in New York, mm-hmm. and then next week they're playing like Oregon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like, dude, like you guys are still doing it. Might as well just make like a big set. Yeah, yeah. make one big table. Big I think maybe the one that's a little bit more would be when they have to travel to Canada. Oh, Toronto. Uh, yeah, when they have to travel to Canada um, to play with uh, Toronto and um, Sporting, right? No, Springs, no. Kansas City. It's Those the other one. one. It's not Minnesota. It's uh, uh, Vancouver. Vancouver. There yeah. We go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But maybe that has something to do with it, just because you're traveling outside the country. But I mean, it's a huge sport and it's pro. I don't so think it should be a big man. issue. Yeah. But, but we yeah. have we have the the Cruz Azul LAFC game coming up. Yeah, that's Atlanta too. No, that's on. Wednesday or Tuesday? Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday. They're playing for the Congo Cup. And I think if MLS ever takes that cup, like Galaxy did once, um, they would, uh, it's 
they would actually put their name out there a lot more. Just because those teams qualify to go to the World Cup, the World Cup of Clubs in Japan. Mm. Oh, that's right. And Mex and obviously, America has the most cups in that in that comp in that um, competition. Yeah. Um, and it usually is always taken by a, a Mexican team. It's either America, Monterrey, or Tigres that always take it. I wish that uh, cup was bigger. Yeah, yeah. I really wish it. It, would it doesn't be get much attention. Mm -mm. Does it? Well, because you, I mean, you don't really, like, realistically, you only have Mexican teams in MLS that do really well, because you got, like, teams from Guatemala, teams from Honduras. Random teams. That don't really do as well, but um, it's, it's like the Champions League, but for the... The whole world, right? No, the, well, I'm talking about CONCACAF Champions League. Oh, CONCACAF, yeah. yeah. That one, uh, it's like the Champions League, but for Mexico the and the U.S., right? yeah, for Americans, basically, yeah. And then you have the Copa Libertadores. That's for um, South America. Oh, okay. So that's, that's their Champions League. That one for us. I like that one. I yeah. enjoy that one too. I like that one better, and I liked when you, um, they would take Mexican teams to the Copa Libertadores. Yeah. It would just make the teams, uh, Mexican teams, try harder in a bigger competition because they sometimes they can't compete with Brazilian teams or with Argentines. Like yeah. you got Boca River, and for Brazil you got Santos, Santo. Flamengo, Fluminense, Flamengo. Like those teams yeah. are are huge in their yeah. league. That's where Neymar came from. Yeah. Too. And a Mexican team has never won that cup. Yeah. Maybe that's why they kicked us out. They were like, fuck it. Pizarro. Pizarro, there is Pizarro. We're trying to remember that Mexican player that came over. Yeah, when we were talking about Mexican players, it just clicked. I was like, wait, this Pizarro, dude. Yeah. He's good. He's really good. I'm surprised he went to the MLS. I saw him more Europe status, but I think that move was really well for him, too. He's a starter. He's a. And I think I have a feeling that's gonna get a cup. Like I feel like they're a, a sleeping giant. They're, yeah. They're acquiring their players low key. Yeah. And they're just gonna come in one season and just fuck everyone. Just up. destroy everything. Yeah. I I could see that happening. Wait, who? Um, Inter Miami. Oh, Inter Miami. Yeah, Inter -Miami. dude. Beckham as the owner, that that's not a guy that doesn't know anything, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a dude that that's is Mr. gonna acquire the right people. Right mm -hmm. Yeah, he's gonna get the right people together. Man, How many foreign players can you have in an MLS squad? I don't think there's a limit. There's only a limit to your designated players. Mm -hmm. So they give you three designated players that basically if the draft comes around, they can't touch them. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So that sucks because that means like eight players can fucking leave. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what they need to get rid Isn't of. Isn't that stupid? Yeah. yeah I, I hate that. Because... LAFC took a big hit, bro. They took Zimmerman, they took Nguyen, they took some of our players that were like key players. But because we had Vela, Rossi, and um, another player as as like our, our you know our you know secured players, yeah. and that was it. They took all our other good ones, and yeah. we were fucked. They took uh, Tyler Miller. Mm. Like we lost quite a bit. Yeah, That's I think L LAFC is like scratching that cup. They want it, dude. They want it, but then they make playoffs and it doesn't look like they want it. <laughs> I honestly thought their first season they were going to win it, but I think experience took a big toll on them. Oh, yeah. You and could tell started. You could tell they were nervous. But, they like, the nervous. way they were playing, <clears throat> the LFC was strong. Yeah. LFC was strong the very first season, and then... They still were, for, for you know, not having Vela, mm -hmm. you know, out with an injury, being as limited as they were, like... During the tournament, they did amazing. Yeah. And then outside of the tournament, they started catching some wind, and then yeah. it kind of tapered off, but they still did pretty good for how, you know, yeah, handicapped they were. 
Damn. Is Vela going to play for the for, for, against Cruz Azul? I hope so. I want them to win, dude. I don't want Cruz Azul to win. <laughs> I don't either. I want to see LSU versus America. <laughs> um, and I want America to be Atlanta. I have a buddy that's a hardcore Cruz Azul fan. Uh-huh. And he, he posted, like, the date that they're going to play and all that. Yeah. And at the bottom, he put, No la Cruz Azulian otra vez. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big saying, bro. It's been like that for a while. Because they choked. They choked against America in the final back in fucking 2013. Yep. And then they choked and they were beating America 4-0 in a regular match. Yeah. And America came back in the whole second half and just four, beat four. them. No, five, they four? beat them. Yeah, 5-4. Oh, shit. Damn. Biggest Cruz Azul in just one half. I wouldn't say. I think this one was the biggest. This, this one this past one Sunday. Pumas, dude. They had a 4-0 lead. Right? And then they're away against Pumas. All they have to do is score one, and Pumas yeah. would be, like, forced to score six. Yeah. Dude, Pumas scored 4-0 and took it. <laughs> took like, it and advanced <laughs> to the final. That's some, like, uh, Barcelona PSG shit. Yeah. I was just saying that. Yes. <laughs> it's the same shit, bro. It's the same thing. I was telling him, I was like, a 4-0 lead is very hard to, uh, to beat unless you're Barca who always chokes when it comes to important games like that. Oh and you have Cruz Azul, which is the Barcelona of the Mexican League in choking. And look what happened. But you know what? That's what I really like about this sport. It's what, uh, it's like, big, makes it bigger than all the other sports for me. Yeah. Like you can just come what, back at me. What looks impossible just it happens, it happens and it, it leaves you with a stupid face, man. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there going, what the Fuck. That's the phrase I had when I saw the score sheet when I was we, with we you. We were together when we were watching the updates, you know? <laughs> I literally Jesus. went, what the fuck? And I showed you. And it was 3-0 first half. And then I got the 4-0 <laughs> on my phone. I was like, bro, it's fucking over. Because they scored late. The they scored late. Yeah, it was like minute 89. So it was like that 90 minute Christ, goal. dude. Uh, but true. I mean, got to give it to Pumas for throwing it all in the lineup. I still game. think Leon's going to take it. Regard, I still regardless think, of that comeback. I think they are, but um stats this season, Pumas only lost one game. Jesus. But the only game that they lost throughout the season was against Leon. Damn. So then That's nerve wracking yeah, for them. Exactly. That's fucking nerve wracking right there. And they have uh they tied the first game, the first leg game. So um they don't they don't count away goals um in the final. Yeah. So right now they're gonna play at Leon's home. And it's basically 0-0. for the final. And Leon usually plays a lot better at home. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. But, I mean, after a comeback like that from Pumas, we got to be scared. We got to be scared when it comes to second leg games, too, because they did on their second leg. But it's going to be a good game. They're, they play today at 6 p.m. Yeah, that's today. Yeah. Today's the, the final. The can, final. It go to P- can it go to PKs? Yeah. So it'll go to extra time mm-hmm. then PKs or yeah, straight PKs. To PKs? Uh, extra time then PKs. Okay. Yeah. That's true. That's the traditional route. I like yeah. it. Yeah. When I when it's not my team playing the final, I like to see PKs. It just this nerve wrecking as shit. Yeah. Even though even, they're not even my team, I'm playing nervous. Yeah. You don't even care for <laughs> yeah, <wins>. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm all in all, dude, I'm just it's weird to say I'm kinda excited to start watching like international games and yeah. to start watching the US. The US. I'm really curious. They slaughtered El Salvador yeah, this dude. week. Like 5 or 6 0 or something. Yeah, like in a friendly. Yeah. And um, they didn't have any of the starters, I'm pretty sure. Dude, they're going to be they're gonna be good. That's a future team right there. Yeah. yeah. They're going to be good. Definitely. 
definitely. I'm not so excited for Mexico. Yeah, they don't have any growing players right now. Oh, yeah, I don't see much. They have them, but most of them are old. Yeah. Or they're too young and inexperienced. Yeah. I mean, like, there's no balance. There's no. Be- like, remember when we had the solid squad with, like, Ochoa, Marco Fabian? Mm-hmm. Um, we had, uh, what's his name? We had Raul Jimenez. We had uh, up top uh, when Gio was, like, in his prime. Yeah. Like, that squad was a really good squad. Mm-hmm. And now, a lot of that, like, a lot of that list is either really old or yeah. they got replaced by some young dude. I think that squad was really good because they had chemistry because they had also won um, the U21. Yeah. They won their World Cup. Yeah. And then um, they went to the Olympics when they when they beat Brazil. Yeah. So it was the same squad. And I w- they're much older, but a lot of the players... This is, what, this is what I don't like about Mexican players. They reach a certain level, but they only reach that certain level in their country. Like, in their country's... Um, the way their country looks at them. Yeah. You have um, Hector Herrera. He was amazing in Mexico. He gets to Europe. He reaches that level of respect from Mexico. And then he starts slipping down. Yeah. The Same quality thing. the quality decreases. It's weird. Chicharito. Yeah. He was up here for Mexico. His quality decreased in that. And then he started going down. You go to the MLS to look <clears> good, man. I don't <laughs> see a... Like, I want to see a Mexican player that wants to be one of the best players in the world. Like don't shut down because you see this big European players. Don't shut down. Look at, like look keep at going. Linus. Look at Linus. Linus, biggest name in Liga MX. He goes to Real Betis. Have you heard of him? Mm-mm. I've yeah, <clears throat> I've heard of him, but I've heard he hasn't been doing yeah. very good. Yeah, exactly. He just disappeared. And you have a player that nobody really knew about who is doing amazing at Porto, um, Hector Tecatito Moreno. Yeah, he's good, man. And he's making players look like bitches on the field yeah. the way he's taking them like nothing but again he reaches a certain level he drops down he comes back up but then he drops down again like yeah. he's you don't have a player that just consistent. wants to go up you, the, go the up. last consistent player I could think of there's two <clears throat> players I should say was Ochoa right mm-hmm. which I don't care what people say about goalies bro they're, yeah. they're footballers bro. Yeah. they're fucking they've got a job mm-hmm. and if they do it well I recognize it yeah so he he was steady for a long time. Yeah. You know, now he's getting older. He's, you know, mm-hmm. probably looking at retirement in a couple of years. Yeah. But him and Rafa Marquez. Rafa Marquez. That's, Rafa Marquez. That's a player. That's a solid player, dude. That was someone that went to Barca and let people know, like, I'm here. Yeah. Dude. I'm fucking here. I think that's on it. I think that's next to him, Hugo Sanchez and Jorge Campos and probably Luis Luis Hernandez. Were There's just no the big consistency names. anymore. There just there really isn't, and I mean Rafa Marquez is a defender, um, and I'm pretty sure Mexico is just looking for that goal scorer playmaker that is going to have a name like Rafa Marquez up in the world yeah. of soccer. Or and we're, we're yet to see it, man. Yeah, and I I mean Ochoa, uh, he was a big <laughs> name, but I blame a lot of his uh, um, how high he reached in Europe. I blame America for that because they didn't let him go in 2006. To Manchester United, Manchester United had give, had given him an offer for transfer. America didn't let him go. The World Cup came around. Whoever was coach, I forgot who it was. I think it was Aguirre. He ended up using um, Conejo Perez for the whole cup. Like that was that was Ochoa's time to shine in the World Cup because he was on his prime. He was in his prime. Yeah. And he was on the bench. So 
so stupid. And then what team did he go to? Did he go to at the beginning when he went to Europe? He went to freaking um. Ah, uh, fuck. He went to Spain, but he went yeah. to. Not Real Malaga. Malaga. There you go. Where he went to be a fucking bench. But um, he left. Fell off. Two years after. It, they care about the status sometimes. I feel. Yeah. It's all status. Like it. I thought it was really like. Like when Chicharito came over to the MLS. How he had like this video of him calling his dad all sad. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people got like kind of triggered by it because it was like, well, what are you trying to say, bro? Yeah. Like, it's still another league. Yeah. Like, why are you going to make it look like you're retiring when yeah. you're going to another? Like, that's pretty fucking disrespectful. Yeah. And like, it, you can tell he cares about the status. Yeah. You could tell he cares. Oh, I came from Europe. Like, yeah. I should still be in Europe type of thing. It's like, well, then why are you fucking here? I was actually listening to the radio. I'm pretty sure nobody does that anymore. <laughs> I was listening to the radio. What is it? The what? <laughs> <laughs> and they were saying, um, they were talking about Chicharito. And you know how we were talking about last a uh, couple podcasts ago um, about how he acts like he's like the king in the roster with Galaxy? Yeah. Like he, does, he looks down on the players that are there. So they were saying that when it comes to the... Um, to the... I think it was the the US media he was like oh no like like we're doing we're gonna be like we're gonna I'm doing great like I'm just you know injury whatever blah 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 justifying why he, has, he hasn't been playing very well and when he talks to the Mexican media he's like oh like it's the team he doesn't he doesn't put the blame on himself he puts blame on the team that's really dumb dude. he has a bad mindset I he watched really a, like a, a video on him on YouTube mm-hmm. like the like uh, explain to him or explain his downfall yeah and he had some like uh, some shrink or something and he was just telling him bad stuff you know yeah like yeah. filling his head up with yeah I don't know like, Which, and it's like you have Stupid negativity like ideology. that in yeah. your head. It's like it's just gonna get to you eventually. Yeah. And he was a great player. Like he is a great player in Mexico. But you you gotta show that house. You know somewhere else. You gotta show it. If you're really that great player that you think you are, show it in the MLS. Yeah. And you're not showing it. He really isn't. Not yet. It comes to show that mindset is a big factor in uh, oh yeah soccer. Yeah. Heck yeah. Especially if if you're a player like him, where if he's already coming in looking down on the league. Mm-hmm. He already came underestimating players, bro. Yeah. I've seen so many big names come to the MLS, and they're playing catch-up. Yeah. Because they didn't realize that it's still a competitive fucking league, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah. You still have other players that want it more than you. Yeah. That's that's rough, dude. Yeah. Like, that, you can't come in thinking it's a whatever league, dude. Yeah. And I feel like if you're going to be talking like that, at least back up what you're saying. Yeah. If you're going to talk like that, you better be a slot then. You better yeah. be scoring six goals every game. Yeah. 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 You, you better have something up your sleeve, dude. Yeah. He showed up talking that shit. He never showed up. And I feel like Vela was a little bit bigger name than, than Chicharito, and yeah. you don't hear Vela saying anything. Vela is very to himself, dude, is what I like about him. And he seems he, very humble. He's mm-hmm. But he's more of the type where he's going to be smirking at you on the field. Yeah. Because I've seen it from him, dude. I've yeah. seen him score goals and, and look at the other players that were giving him shit and just kind of like smiling at him. Just like, smirking What's at up, him. bro? Yeah. You know, he's that type of player. He's like, I'm going to get in your head on the field. Off the field, it was all business. Yeah. It was just business, bro. But do you see that? Uh, how 
I think he was a bigger name than Vela. I don't know what you guys think about that. I mean, I think Vela was a bigger name than Chicharito. I don't know how you guys feel about that. But um, the moment that he denied to join to go to the with the Mexican team, the mm-hmm. Selección Mexicana, Mexico kind of like shut him down. Yeah, like his name in the media. Like they shut him down. They stopped bringing him up. They stopped bringing him up, and he was still doing pretty well in Real Sociedad at the time. Yeah. But as soon as he denied to go with the uh, the international, they shut him down, and they yeah. brought in Chicharito. Yeah, and Chicharito has always been there, and he w- and he was always there, and he was doing really well at Manchester. I'm not gonna lie, but um, I feel like just because he denied to go with the uh, International team, they, they kind of like away they took the him. attention away, they and did. that's why he kind of shut down. He's back as now. a player. <laughs> yeah, he's back. And so damn. <laughs> we'll go. We'll go two separate leagues. You, yes. Who's gonna win today? Liga Mackies. Leon. Yeah. Yeah. I got my money on that one too. You. Long run. Who's gonna win the Champions League? Champions League. It's tough to call it right now, but I gotta stick with my boys. Chelsea? Yeah. It's funny because I feel, even from like an unbiased perspective, I, I see it happening. Yeah. I if, see Chelsea taking it. If we reinforce in January, I, I feel like we can mount a big challenge. Yeah. yeah. Like just defense and another winger, we're good. Yeah. I think I think Red Bulls could get far. Lipsy? Yeah. I think they could get far. Yeah. But I don't think they'll win it because... I think they're underdogs. The experience mm-hmm. isn't there. Yeah. To get to the end yeah but I think they'll get far yeah I agree with him I think the underdogs again yeah they were like that last season too um but I think what do you think for Champions League I think Bayern again that's Ooh. the only scary team honestly yeah. for me Bayern they're, they're, the they team. show up dude and it's just all business for yeah. them yeah they, they look like that that Germany squad yeah like remember that when they showed up and just mm. annihilated mm-hmm. everyone yeah. when they annihilated Brazil fuck dude Dude, Belgium was like a strong team that season too, mm-hmm. and they they just like it was an afterthought, dude. Yeah, people didn't even pay attention to fucking yeah. Belgium because Germany was so fucking good that yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, and by the looks of how the other teams are playing, um, Bayern looks the strongest, and like you said, they they were a scary team. And I said at the beginning of the season when when I was watching all the games, Bayern. I think Bayern can do a back to back. Yeah, Juba has a shot too. They have a shot too, but I don't know. I don't see them as strong as Bayern. They're strong. Yeah. I want them to win because I want Ronaldo to show the world what he can do. Oh man! If Ronaldo by winning in a Champions League with them, oh my goodness! But I'd be happy. They have a Bayern and a Chelsea that are doing really, really well. Yeah. I think with Juventus, it's the manager right there because he has like no managerial experience. He's his yeah. first year coaching, right? Yeah. That's the big thing for me right there for Juventus. Yeah. Yeah, but I he can like do it coach if he himself. if he finds his uh, his rhythm. Yeah, he, he could just like yeah. just like uh, Lampard did. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think Pilo, Lampard Pilo's is still not, Yeah, he's not he's not just any guy. Yeah, Pilo's got experience, especially in that league in the in the Serie A. So yeah. he kind of knows something. I think so too. And then he has a lot of big names on his squad. But yeah, I kind of like the idea that that. We're picking these three teams, though. Yeah. Because you have Bayern, that's from Germany. Mm-hmm. You have Italian League, Juve, yeah. and then you have the English League, Chelsea, Chelsea. And all three have a shot. That's pretty cool. They have three big But teams. Paris has his chance, too. PSG? Yeah. Mm, France. If they get their shit together. I I think 
they'll make it pretty far again. You don't think they're <clears throat> they don't, I don't I feel like the experience yeah. is needed. They're a money team. Um recently they have been showing up against the big teams, but the big teams have also been kinda of playing like shit. They haven't been at their prime quote unquote, I guess you can say. Cause in the past Champions League you had a PSG that was dominating in France, showed up for the Champions League and they would be outplayed by Barca, Real and Juve and all these and um the Tottenham, Man City, they wouldn't show up. It's like you're doing really well in your league but and you think you have big names. Yeah. But you're not showing up in the Champions League. You guys wanna make a bet? Sure. <laughs> we all pick a team for the final in the Champions League that's gonna take it all the way. Yeah. If your team takes it, we have to buy that person a jersey. Okay. One person buys the home, one person buys the away. Oh shoot. Okay. So if you pick if you pick Bayern, like he'll buy you like the home, I'll buy you the away or whatever. Yeah. The other way around. Or if Chelsea wins, then you know, we buy him away, home and away. And then I'll pick Juve. You pick Juve? So if Juve wins, then I get a home and away. Yeah, sure. You guys would do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got Bayern for sure. Now I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna buy a jersey. <laughs> hey, I already got all of mine. Damn. For this kid. <laughs>